0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with the biggest losers, and also people who aren't our fans. Let's get into it.
1: Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap, no cap. Big Facts No Cap
2: No cap So, Paul, did you end up watching the menu? Oh, I did. Yeah. How was it? Uh, it
0: was it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I really liked uh, I think his name is Anthony Holt. He played Tony in Skins. Uh, I thought he killed his part. Um, he was the foodie guy. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: And then, uh,
2: and how did you feel about the Guatemalan representation? Who is Guatemalan? Um, he's one of the tech bro guys. Oh, the the guy from Broad
0: City. Yeah. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. Yeah, he was awesome. I, I really like him as an actor. I uh, I honestly thought he was like, I think is he is he in that that movie Bros? I never saw it, but is he in the trailer for it, or am I just? Combining him being gay with his character from Broad City was the gay sitcom. Well, he is gay and Catholic
2: like every Guatemalan, so.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know a handful of Protestant Guatemalans. but Maybe you're just too close-minded to realize that some Guatemalans aren't Catholic.
3: Mm.
2: Adrian, I'll teach you. Maybe we'll take repeated instances of uh, having your (laughs) best friend tell you that. I like how I'm your best friend only when only
0: when you're reprimanding me for not doing something about you. That's true. <laughs> um, it was a delightful cast of people. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy, awesome as always. Um, what's his first name? Fines. Oh, Anya. I got her first name wrong too. Uh, but
2: the chef's first name is something Fines, right? Yeah, I actually don't remember what he's... I don't know what he's from in other movies or anything like that. I don't actually recognize him. Yeah, but delightful cast all around. Um, and then, how did I know that one? The Asian
0: lady who says Tortilla. Tortilla. Delicioso. Uh, she, was, uh, she was in something. Oh, yeah, she was in Downsizing.
2: She was the... Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, she was the, like, dissident... A movie that you famously watched with Hunter and then FaceTime me together about afterwards.
0: <laughs> You've never you haven't seen it yet? You should still take some time out of no. your life to watch that movie I it's feel like you guys insane. gave me a good
2: summary of what was going on with that thing.
0: It is out of it is out of control. It is the most insane movie I've ever seen. I'm not it's not good, but it is patently If you want to make it an episode theme and do it as a third
2: seggy, we can do it.
0: Oh, downsizing? That would be a good third you for an episode about downsizing in our lives.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you finally get rid of Ben and move into a one-bedroom.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. That brings me into my media roundup. I watched this movie, Triangle of Sadness. Woody Harrelson was great in it. Uh, if y'all have a chance to see it, go watch it. It's, uh, it's really funny. Um, I think... The biggest critique you could give it is maybe it's a little too on the nose. But other than that, it's just a really fun watch. Uh, It gets buck wild halfway through in a way that I don't think you would see coming. It's got some gross out slapstick humor and some uh, more thoughtful humor. And it's in your face and fun throughout. High recommendation. The John Wick movies, do you get the whole cultural trend behind those? Uh, Philly, Phil really likes them, so I try and enjoy them. I think they're fine. I don't really get why they're the greatest thing ever, but I guess that's not an interesting point to make about something, so we can cut that out of Media Roundup. I think if I was in the John Wick movies, I would definitely be the person murdered as the impetus for him to start an adventure.
2: You think you're that important <laughs> to Keanu Reeves? Yeah.
0: I like how I already did, like, the humbling, stupid one, and you were like, no, I'm gonna even kick Paul further down. (laughs) You wouldn't even be important enough to him emotionally
2: for him to go on a a rampage. (laughs) That's a big part. Yeah, but I didn't even give myself being John Wick, you know? I guess so. I mean, what is that, like, John Wick 12 when, like, it's his favorite, like, Hillel cart guy? And that's, like, who dies, and that's why it instigates him to start killing people. Talking about that little bit of
0: racism you just did against me. uh, How is that racist? Can I tell you about How do you think they're going to cast you? Can I tell you about a very funny encounter I had today? Yeah, Um, sure. I went to pick up my uh, dry cleaning, and I go into the place, start spelling my last name for the guy. He's like, where's that from? I'm like, it's Arabic.
2: He's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, mm-hmm where exactly I'm do you like, ever get mad that it's not arabish that way you can be like i'm arabish you can do that joke
0: yeah you're right also i can't do uh i can't do a abc sitcom called arabish <laughs> oh yeah um and then he asked me specifically where i say lebanon and then he's like you know i had an ex-girlfriend who uh who was a uh i had an ex-girlfriend who was a muslim we would just be out And she would just say things like, I'm Muslim. And I'd be like, okay, we are going to order dinner? And she'd be like, yeah, but you know I believe in Allah, right? And I'd be like, yeah, come on, can we just order dinner? And then she would be like, "Mm, but that's just the type of guy I am. I don't care about those things. (laughs) And I was like, oh, cool. Wait, is this a stand-up bit or what? I don't understand what... I I swear to God, that's the anecdote the guy told me upon hearing that I'm Arab and Lebanese. I didn't have the heart to tell him I wasn't Muslim. He was clearly trying to tell me he's a good guy who doesn't care I'm Muslim.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. This this story could be funnier if you added something funny that you were getting dry cleaned. (laughs) Yeah, my (laughs) turban.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have the heart to tell him it was a Sikh turban, not a Muslim turban not a buffalo no, those, yeah it's one of those reverse ruse but yeah i was like it, it's it, you know that's like one of the things you just don't know how to end that conversation like i really there's very little for me to say in response yeah i feel that to that especially because that is the dry cleaners right next to me and i don't want to like make it awkward to go back in there so i'm definitely going to entertain whatever bullshit this guy says Mm. what am I going to do, drive to a dry cleaners because this guy's racist?
2: Yeah, that's true. That's a real Seinfeld moment <laughs> right there. Yeah, keep seeing that guy.
0: Um, but I guess also I probably should have stood up for Muslim people because I'm not Muslim. I think I'm allowed to make the decision to let racism slide if it's against me. But I don't think I can mm. let Islamophobia slide because I'm not Muslim, so I have to like, you know, I, I have to stand up for them or otherwise, you know, when good people do nothing, evil wins. Adrian, I've always said that. I came up That's with that. True. If you're ever gonna like say it, just make sure to like mention
2: quote from Paul. Quote from Paul. You don't want me to do like a dash. Paul just do quote from Paul. Quote from Paul. Mm. No,
0: I think he was just an apostle. I don't think there there's there's like letters from Peter and letters from other people, but not Paul. I don't think. No, he was just an
2: apostle. He didn't have a book in the Bible. Damn, you didn't even get a book. You were named after a dude who didn't even get a book. <laughs> loser. That's true. That's true.
0: And you know what, Adrian? That makes me feel like a loser. The biggest loser.
2: Woo! A ring, ding, ding, a ling.
0: Oh my god, that was an accident. But we just stumbled onto our theme for the day. Incredible segue. I know. That's why they call me the Segway King. Who, who's bit is that to call themselves the Segway King?
2: <laughs> uh i don't remember paul blart Malkup yeah because he rides a segue oh that makes sense mm-hmm i like how he segwayed to the topic just to immediately get off topic <laughs> um all right the biggest loser did you watch the show no did i you? didn't either
0: seems like a parent show i don't think anybody our age watched it if they weren't <laughs> yeah
2: that makes sense being compelled to right do we have an over under on how many seasons that thing lasted for Oof. i have no clue but it
0: felt like forever it felt like our whole I mean,
2: childhood i feel like it was a real flash in the pan situation i have the opposite perception of it
0: really i thought i thought it started around the same time as like donald trump's like uh um uh, you're fired uh the apprentice the apprentice and then just kind of kept going that's like my memory of the era of TV it was on. I would give it like six seasons or less. Let me let me look at this up. Can I ask you a question? Is it... The pun is on purpose, right? They are just insulting the contestants in the name of the show.
2: No. I think it's supposed to be a positive spin on that phrase. And
0: then they're not losers. They're way They're losers. losers. So it went for nine seasons from 2004 to oh 2020 but it jumped from 2016 to now there being a new one so wait 2014. they thought they needed a quarantine was 2021 that would be very funny if they were like that this is the time to do it
2: quarantine was 2020
0: really god my sense yeah, of time but... is so messed
2: up are you sure i mean fairly yes
0: oh january of 2020 i wonder if that's what saying because then you uh try at it
2: Ooh, that does suck for them because honestly good time to get in shape I didn't take advantage of it, but it was a good time to get in shape. But yeah, so it did have a very long run, 2004 to 2016, nine seasons at that time. Yeah, longer than I thought it was going to be around, but it, it does seem like the kind of cheap television that, like, America thrived on for a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did see something the other day that was like, I love it when a show gets canceled for a niche fan base, and they're like, how can this show exist when blank, incredibly cheap show with a billion viewers keeps getting made? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I think The Biggest Loser is one of those types of shows. I imagine in its run, it was getting more like views. It was getting more viewership than like The Wire or whatever, like super expensive <laughs> niche HBO show. Mm. I mean, the, the very common discourse about that show is about how it doesn't work, right? Like it's it's like kitchen nightmares. Like the is there recidivism. discourse around
2: that show? Yeah,
0: the recidivism. Like the people who go on all end up in jail it's, it's like the recidivism <laughs> of our legal system exactly uh of jail no uh the people who end up gaining back the weight like even winning contestants and stuff is like very high apparently
2: damn. Um, wait but i thought i mean are they not teaching them like i know nothing about this show they're not teaching them sustainable weight loss stuff
0: i think they try to but the point is that if you don't lose it slow you gain it back Like, you can't really... Oh, I guess the
2: whole point of the show is to try and lose as much as fast as possible. Yeah, and there's just, like, a real
0: rubber band effect to losing weight so quickly.
2: Hmm. Um, is there, uh, is there not a thing like American Idol where, like, do we... Was there nobody from Lexington, South Carolina who made it onto The Biggest Loser? Was that not, like, a local story at some point? Oh, ooh. I don't know. Local Lexington tub of lard makes it too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um... I mean, we did have that one girl who did uh, The Amazing Grace. One woman who did The Amazing Grace. Yeah. Good
2: for her. Good for her. Good for her. We had that one guy who was on American Idol. Really? Who was that? You know, he kind of is an amalgamation of like four or five church acoustic guitar guys <laughs> who with brown hair and good looks that I remember. So I want to say his name, but also it could have been yeah, one yeah, of yeah. six other dudes who also filled that role <laughs> in our high school. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, and the other definition of a big
0: loser is somebody who sucks at stuff. Yeah. So, Adrian, I think you have
2: more expertise on this type of thing, if you want to
3: just get into.
2: Wow. Not only am I sick, not only am I having internet connection issues, but on top of all that, Paul has to keep piling on to me. I mean, you're right. There's going to be a Hulu documentary about you one day, where you're essentially going to be equated to the person who told her boyfriend to kill himself did they make a whole? did they make a Hulu documentary about that case? Yeah, do you remember that? I,
0: I I remember the case. I don't I never saw the documentary.
2: Yeah. That's gonna be you in four years.
0: Well the difference is gonna be when they do it for me that it's gonna be like a hero's tale. It's gonna be like <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna really take the tone of it. He was right, Adrian
2: was a piece of shit. He was a real stinker. <laughs> he was a real stinker. And that's why we have named every April 1st annual Paul's awesome day.
0: Um, Oh, because it's Adrian's birthday, not because
2: (laughs) it's April Fool's Day. I was like, wait, what? Um, Yeah, also being a big loser could also just mean being a, a big old loser, which could be an internal assessment. It could be an external assessment. You could think very highly of yourself but everyone else just thinks you're a loser
0: you're right we should mention loser is defined by societal standards
2: just because somebody lives at home with their mom without any career prospects by western neo-colonial white supremacist american with 3k standards (laughs) uh you know lives in the
0: basement games all day has no personal hygiene they could be happy and Mm -hmm. i mean does that make them a loser Absolutely. But I think we're
2: not supposed to say that. I think if you're happy, you're doing a good job. Yeah, you've already told the story about you uh, doing the weight loss competition with Ben. So I guess that's already been done. Oh,
0: yeah. Have you ever done a weight loss competition? I'll reiterate mine. I did one with my roommate and we both in that month gained weight. So we just had to the person who had to pay the hundred dollars for liquor for our shared bar was the uh, person who gained
2: more weight. (laughs) how we had to figure it out. <laughs> Wait, did you not do a thing where you adjusted based on who weighed more in the beginning? Since it- yeah, we were gonna do a percentage, but it ended up not mattering because yeah, it just uh, yeah. I uh, know I never did a weight loss competition. I did once because my neighbor growing up wrestled in high school. He would have to do cuts or whatever. Mm um so i remember there was a while where he was on a liquid diet and i was interested in doing that so i think i did a liquid diet for a while and that might have been one of the most wild diets that i tried um but other than that nothing like super super crazy in my in my past experiences you know i haven't tried to like lose weight in a while
0: but i think if i did which i should be considering i'm the heaviest i've ever been right now but uh i think if i did the The intermittent fasting thing sounds like, you know, that's the diet that's been on the tip of everybody's tongue for half a decade at this point. Although I feel like I'd be so grumpy. Like, is it worth it? Is the interpersonal tension? Yeah, but is the interpersonal tension it's going to bring to my life when I'm just kind of rude to everybody worth losing the weight?
2: Yeah, because you'll be beautiful. Everyone will excuse you.
0: Ooh, that's true. That's true.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. You'd be like, Paul's so aloof and beautiful.
0: <laughs> nah, I wouldn't be aloof. I'd be kind of even, like, ruder. You'd be really in people's face all the time. Yeah.
3: hmm
0: Like, I don't mm-hmm. even care. Whatever. You don't get a stinky attitude when you're hungry? I definitely
2: get, uh, what is it, uh, what's that hangry? word? Hangry. Is that the word you use? I've heard people use it. And you're always like, I'm hangry. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: I also get a weird voice when I'm hungry. It's both things. I'm upset. Someone hands um,
2: you a Snickers bar. Ah,
0: hangry.
2: You're not you when you're
0: hungry, Paul. I guess for you, it's your blood sugar levels are off and it's much more uh, excusable if your emotions adjust
2: with that. They're correlated, but not necessarily coupled completely. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, part of it's insulin, too. So, like, I could have a low blood sugar while not being hungry at all. Hmm. And I can be hungry while also having a high blood sugar. So, but no, I don't really get like upset from being hungry or anything like that. I will say though, I I am guilty of doing the, uh, showing up at 8am uh, or 7am to do something with my undergrads and like doing the, uh, we'll be like, okay, what are we doing for today? Let, let me, let me get some coffee and then we'll start talking. Oh, uh, okay. You do the don't talk to me before my coffee. Okay. Should we jump into the columns? No more weight loss stories? Nothing? To... You ever tried any diets? I will say it's probably really boring advice. And also I'm not really someone to take advice from for weight loss, but the most successful stints I've had in my life have been just the most classic. Like I went to the gym every day and I was eating healthier.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, once I'm also not the person to take advice from, I've never really had like a big weight loss moment. There's been times I've lost weight, but they were just like my freshman year of college when I didn't really like the food they served at the dining hall. It wasn't as good as my mommy's food.
2: You didn't get that freshman 15? You lost that freshman 15? I did. I did the
0: opposite. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I did that too, yeah. Um, I think I did lose about 15 pounds. Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
0: And then I think when COVID started, I very quickly realized that it was going to probably be like a gain weight sort of time in my life. So I stopped eating bread. I kind of did a no bread thing, just because that is like my, uh, that's my, uh, what do you call it? That's my... That's my kryptonite. That's the thing that I can snack on all day. It's like little bits of bread with olive oil and seasoning and stuff
2: like. So wait, but when we talk about bread, are you talking like whole bottom of the pyramid, like tortilla, lavash, pita? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because
0: it was mostly going to be like pita at my house with my mom. So Mm -hmm. um, that was really what I avoided.
2: Oh, did you tell your mom that you were doing no bread when you were at home? Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, so I did. What like, she, she said? She said,
2: "Paul, you're gonna get so skinny." I
0: even did that absurd thing where I did like with it, we were making burgers that night. I would do a lettuce uh, burger. Damn. Yeah.
2: Hey, those are sacrifices you got to make. Um,
0: and I think it it did well. I didn't.
2: I didn't gain a ton of weight during COVID, or I didn't gain any weight during COVID. So. Oh, I definitely did. I did lose weight. My uh, freshman. No, f- you don't call it freshman year. I'm gonna get made fun of by other grad students. My first and second year of grad school, I dropped some weight, um, to the point where I posted a picture on Facebook, uh, and even though all throughout my life my parents telling me, like, hey, you should, like, start going for runs and stuff, my mom, as soon as she saw me actually lose, like, a substantial amount of weight, was like, what's going on? Are you okay? (laughs) Do you need (laughs) anything? Do you not have money for food? Aww. So anyways, yeah. Yeah, and then, oh yeah, yeah, I think I mentioned before, freshman year of college, I started binge drinking a lot, and I was like... I think I need to start evening this out with something else. Otherwise, this is going to be unsustainable. And I lived with a guy who was a swimmer in high school. So not only did he go to the gym and was willing to hang out with me and go to the gym with me, uh, he knew about like how to make routines and like how to like use all the machines. So uh, that was a good year for me because otherwise I would not have taken the time to learn how to like form a workout routine and like use every machine at the gym. You t- he taught you how to set
0: good lifestyle routines and go to the gym and exercise. And you taught him how to drink
2: excessively. Uh, he was already on that before I met him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. Articles.
2: Yeah, let's do articles. All right. This one is from Dear Therapist. Uh, I haven't brought them in for a while. Uh, I think it's Heather Gottlieb. but Oh, Lori Gottlieb um and this is about having a child who might be a loser and trying to set them straight before they become a loser here we go dear therapist my son has an impractical ridiculous career plan he wants to be a stand-up comedian i don't want him living in my basement at age 35 dear therapist a few months ago on a college tour our 18 year old son announced that he had found his purpose in future career he wants to do stand-up comedy The fact is, he's got some talent in this area. He's comfortable on stage, he's a great physical comedian, he can do accents, he's charming and funny. At the same time, at 18, he's undisciplined, he's a procrastinator, and he gets debilitating migraine headaches when he's sleep-deprived, dehydrated, malnourished, or stressed. The late nights, lack of a consistent schedule, and intense stress of that lifestyle seems like a terrible idea for a kid who probably needs a lot of structure and a good night's sleep to function in the world. Then I start thinking about how he will pay the bills, buy a house, have a family, all the real-life considerations that an 18-year-old does not think about. But I know how hard, and possibly unrealistic, this path can be. Thankfully, he's not saying, Mom, I'm skipping college and heading to New York City, and I want you to support me financially while I pursue this dream. He wants to go to a small college, take theater and writing classes, and take advantage of opportunities to be funny on stage during the safe years of college. We don't want to be those parents who crush his dream, but we don't want him living in our basement at age 35, getting paid $200 a week to perform at a local club, and finding himself crippled career-wise because he spent years not learning how to make it in the real world. How do we balance our desires to be supportive of his dream with our fear of harming our child by not pushing him to orient his college experiences towards a real job? Diana from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: I mean, this sounds like the perfect situation. Who actually even wants to do what they thought they wanted to do entering college by the end of college?
2: I, I, I thought it, I wanted to be an evolutionary biologist.
0: <laughs> yeah, look at you. Now you're a behavioral ecologist. Whole different thing. It's a whole other story. Whole, whole other story. Yeah, I mean, there's other jobs. You don't have to be a star to get a job uh after getting a degree in the humanities and theater and uh, acting, I mean, there's...
2: Look at Phil. He has a minor in theater. Now he's a insurance billing guy. <laughs> I love that you don't have any idea
0: what Phil does. <laughs> he does billing. He said last time. <laughs> you wanted to say salesman, though. I could hear it in your voice.
2: <laughs> I did.
0: I mean, it's really funny that you don't know that he just works at the arena. He just works at Colonial Life that's what everybody. That's what everybody thinks he does.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: no. This parent is being such a weird drama queen about this. Although I guess my parents did the same thing, so I understand it. The, like, not wanting you to follow your passion. But you didn't profess any kind of dream about that, did you? Oh, no, but I did want to go into being a physics major because I thought that was interesting. Oh. And I'm glad they, and they pushed...
2: Really? They stopped you from being a physics major?
0: Yeah, my dad was like, oh, oh I'm not I'm not helping you, like, pay for anything if you are." Whoa. If you don't do engineering or pre-med. Damn. Yeah, I know. I guess they were right, though. Yeah, they were. I would not be happy as a physics major. I'm really glad I didn't do that.
2: Yeah. So is that what his parents should do? <laughs> no, no, I'm a... Uh... Wait, he they, they shouldn't do like an Aziz Ansari 6, the producer for Logic type thing where like they started off as biology ma- majors because their parents... Oh, the girl who runs uh, Bongra Funk... Who all like have uh, biomedical degrees, even though they wanted to do the arts and then ended up doing the arts anyways. Oh, I didn't know that was their backstory on that YouTube channel. All, all three of those people that I mentioned, yeah, <laughs> uh, got biomedical degrees and then ended up doing uh, hip hop production, stand up and uh, dance. Uh,
3: yeah,
0: but I wouldn't say that just because it worked out for me to do <laughs> what my parents really wanted me to do. It's going to work out for everybody. I think I'm kind of like, you know, a soulless anomaly.
2: Hmm. You don't think physics Paul would have been a cool dude? No. God, no. You know who would have been a cool dude? Physics double major in religion, Paul. That would have been a cool dude. What, that's the,
0: the coolest dude. Does Jesus fall at three meters a
2: second? Come on now.
0: Come on, now squared. <laughs> that, that, that's up. he's accelerating, Adrian. I think Jesus would fall at a, at a steady velocity.
2: Ooh. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and then accelerates
0: to 25 miles Finish per hour. Finish up this
2: joke. <laughs> so I'm getting, I'm getting muddy advice from you right now. What is What are you telling these parents? I think they should let him do it. This
0: kid's got a dream in his heart and a song in his soul. And they gotta yeah. let him sing it. He's got talent. It is
2: interesting that she admits he
0: has talent and stage presence. Well,
2: you know, it's also her child. I think they're always going to oversell their abilities. Oh, Trey, you think
0: the last time she saw him perform was like in the third grade play and he had two lines as the uh he had two lines as the mitochondria? She's like, mm-hmm. he's got what it takes.
2: He's a star. He's a star, baby. <laughs> Did she say anything about what her husband thought or No, not from what I remember. I think he just said that we both. She just kept saying we as if she spoke for both of them. I like that it also does take the like very funny,
0: selfish paradigm of like Yeah, we're worried about his future prospects and having a family. But also, what if he wants to live with us? Like, are you
2: kidding me? (laughs) Ooh, hey, hold on. I got another thing. So you know how at first I went, like, ethnic kid? Because that's where you were going with it. If we're going just, like, what I think someone who writes into Dear Therapist would be upper middle class white kid? Also a huge precedent of going to college and being a part of your college's, like, stand-up or, like, improv club and making it as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, You could be a Nick Kroll, a Mike Birbiglia, John Mulaney, uh, who's the orange-headed dude, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Write for the school newspaper, uh, join the uh, improv club, and you'll, you'll make the connections you need. What I would say is, I do
0: think the part where she said go to a small college, if he goes to a small college, and his dream is to like start doing the comedy while he's there, he needs to go to a small college in a big city, or he needs to go to like a college with a big platform, like you know, like you were saying, like uh Conan, you know like a Harvard thing where they have a known um where they have like a known improv program that people come out of a lampoon, yeah, um, but going to a small college in like a town would be the wrong move if what you want to do is meet other artsy people and find a good art scene, <laughs> you know what i mean like we're we're talking like at the smallest. At the smallest level, like a St. Paul, Minnesota,
2: at the largest level. The the big snapple. I was really hoping you're gonna say the other one that's in the Twin Cities was St. Paul. Uh, Minneapolis. At the smallest level, St. <laughs> oh, Paul, Paul, Minnesota. At the <laughs> largest <laughs> like a Minneapolis. Like a Minneapolis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I would heavily recommend you don't leave Minnesota. Great state. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but also he's an ATL. He could just stay in ATL, huh? ATL, huh? A very Ooh. funny school, from what I hear.
0: Does ADL have a white comedy scene, though, or is that is he get up? You know to... white. You said he's upper class white, probably. I was running with your assumption. His mom's name is Diana Feinstein, so he lives in L.A. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say I don't think they have a big. Do they? Maybe they do. I'm I'm, I'm not hanging out in an Atlantis comedy scene. You know, you know Columbia.
2: I mean, he's still going to college. What more do you want him to do?
0: Yeah, yeah. It it seems so much more concerning if his dreams are to just like, peace out and do it and ask you for the money to live until he makes it. This seems like a real, like, on your way to a win sort of situation for like a mixture of responsible and letting him live out his
2: dreams. Do you think they should do the uh, Phil's parents thing where they say like, you can do whatever minor you want, but you still have to do the major that we pick for you? Ooh. i mean to be honest with you when something's a passion like that for somebody it's not a bad deal because
0: it's like okay then you can meet the people in the art scene but you don't necessarily like i think anybody would tell you this being like a talented artist very rarely has to do with like what they can teach you in a school right it usually has to do with yeah. like your connections and the amount of time for into, yeah, uh, into creative
2: uh connections into
0: practicing and both like social connections with other creative people and amount of time you spend practicing your craft are really the two big factors. So like, I don't know, doing a bunch of classes as your major about like theater rooms. I I mean, you could explain that to him. Like, that's not really going to like help you be a famous stand-up one day. Like you can kind of just skip that part and just meet the right people by
2: doing it as a minor. And uh, I feel like this whole thing of, uh, your parents picking your major for you is super common. Now that I think about it, I knew uh, exes and ex uh, housemates and ex, not actually current friends and stuff like that, who all had that. Uh...
0: Yeah, you know what's shitty for me? I still paid for everything. It was just like, <laughs> I mean, my dad helped a lot, but like with housing and stuff, like I still had to take out student loans for the actual college payments.
2: Wait, did they? They didn't pay for your housing and stuff.
0: They did. They paid for housing and for uh, food and stuff. Like, they paid for my life, but I still paid for the, like, actual college payments, like the tuition.
2: Wait, that doesn't seem like the right deal to make. You didn't do the art of the deal with your parents? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what they could afford, man. Come on. Mm, damn.
0: Um, and the Clemson housing, let me tell you, we actually, I, I, I didn't do it too bad on them. Uh, the, the, I i picked really cheap places <laughs> after freshman year when they force you to get their door
2: yeah, that's because you were hanging out with, like, what, the radio crew or whatever? You yeah. guys were just living in a big old house together that was always dirty? Yeah. I think I've,
0: I've mentioned on the pod before what we paid. Between four people, we paid $600 a month, so it was uh, 150 each.
2: Wait, really? Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was $150 yeah. a month for me to live there. That's not bad. Your parents were concerned by that? You're telling them, like, it's a trap house. Trap stands for Terrific, <laughs> Reputable, Admissible, and Perfect. We didn't sell any drugs out of that house. Get out of there. We did get robbed once. I told, I've, I've
0: told you about that. I don't think you did. We got robbed once. Were you guys the biggest losers that day? We were the biggest losers, man. We lost all my shit. We, no, we actually did not lose that much. We lost like a couple ounces of the weed and my speaker, my Bluetooth speaker. Oh, shit, um, man. And that's just because that was like what was out on the kitchen counter right next to the door. The person clearly did not do, like, a big walk around the house to get everything, which I guess they wouldn't have gotten anything. We didn't even have, like, a flat screen in there. We had a tube TV. So I don't think anybody's robbing a house of a tube TV, <laughs> like, getting his friend to come help them lift and carry, like, pivot, pivot. <laughs> um Yeah, and so after we got robbed, at first we didn't realize because we got robbed of so little— um uh, and we couldn't call the cops at first we thought you just
2: misplaced things yeah
0: basically literally i got woken up in the morning because i didn't smoke so i got woken up by knocks on the uh, by angry knocks on the door to my room and people were like where'd you put our weed it's like i don't why would i touch your weed i don't smoke like or i wasn't at the time and they were like well it's gone it was on the table i was like man i didn't touch your fucking weed <laughs> and but so i go up to the like woke me up early in the morning i go up to the uh Room and I'm like, oh shit, my speaker was on that table too. And then we like notice that the like sliding screen door is like ajar, like it was still slightly open. And then you saw the footprints. But then the next, a couple nights later, they see somebody. My 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 uh, oh. roommates see somebody army crawling through our backyard as they're out there. I guess they were sitting out there. I the do remember this part. Dark, like freaks. <laughs> And they stand up, apparently, at some point, and somebody was army crawling through our backyard. And so they run inside and tell me somebody's army crawling through our backyard. I'm like, well, did you stop him? It's clearly the guy who robbed us a couple nights ago. And they were like, yeah, I don't think he noticed us till we stood up because, you know, like the lights weren't on back there. Um Mm. And then I was like, "Well, shit! I can't believe y'all didn't say anything to him. Like he was at most twenty feet from you. That's so weird. <laughs> this guy trying to rob us is just back there right now." So I grabbed a, I grabbed a fire poker from the uh, furnace or fireplace and ran back there. And he was gone by that point. And I don't really know what I, was, I, I, I don't know what my plan was. Man, I definitely wasn't going was to guy. murder the guy. <laughs> I feel like in retrospect, that's the only thing my plan could have been, but I think it was more to look threatening in case he decided to attack me, not to actually attack him. <laughs> yeah, I also don't know, like, that just seems like an awkward conversation if he was still there, like, hey man, don't rob us.
2: Yeah, or you get the poke. Don't rob us, so you're really gonna get the hot end of this one. I feel like we got sidetracked. What were we talking about? Being a loser? Oh, yeah. Man, Columbia housing wasn't that sketchy. I, I don't think I ever got anything close to... What are you talking <laughs> about? Adam got robbed, like, four times. Yeah, but Adam lived in a bad part of town. Adam got robbed the amount
0: of times where it seemed like the robbers were, like, playing, like, a uh, inside joke on them. Like... <laughs>
2: What was their situation? Was there a door that was easy, easy to unlock, or what was going on? I don't on? remember what it was, but
0: they just kept getting their TV stolen, and like the guy would leave, the, like, it was in the middle of the winter, and then he would like leave the door open <laughs> when he left. Oh, right, yeah. That's funny. <laughs>
2: that
0: is funny. I'm surprised by the fourth or fifth time he didn't like leave a note, and he was just like, mm, next time could you leave a little snack in the fridge? I get a little hungry while I'm robbing Come y'all. On,
2: now. Who eats bok choy? I don't want to eat that. <laughs> Alright, come on. You come to Big Facts No Cap for that Dylan humor you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, that's some inside baseball. Alright, biggest loser, college, choosing your degree, not wanting to live with your parents when you're older. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else to say about this? Uh, no. No. Let's see what the therapist has to say. Dear Diana, I want you to try this exercise one, stand in front of a mirror. 2. Ask yourself whose face is staring back at you. I'm fairly certain that the answer to this question won't be my son's. In other words, though this may seem obvious, you and your son aren't reflections of each other, but two distinct people. And acknowledging this will reduce your anxiety, not about his future, but also yours. Not just about his future, but about yours. Now let's try another exercise. 1. Take a deep breath. 2. Repeat. 3. Say to yourself, there's a definite possibility that I have some flawed assumptions about my son and his aspirations. Repeat steps one and two. Your son sounds lovely. He's passionate about comedy and thoughtful about how much risk he can tolerate. To that end, he's decided to pursue his dream while in college and is self-reflective enough to consider that that kind of place, small, where he can do theater and writing, that might suit him best. All of this shows his maturity. Like many parents, myself included, if you catch me on that kind of day, you assume that you have insight to offer based on your age, but what you're actually offering is an opinion based on your temperament. What you might call unrealistic, he might call exciting. At 18, your son can attempt pretty much anything with little to no downside. He can try writing and performing, decide he's, decide he's pre-med and change to medieval history, you name it. Few career goals are unrealistic to entertain a high school senior, barring, say, becoming an NBA player or a world-class pianist. In fact, his decision to pursue comedy isn't just a low-risk proposition, it's exactly the kind of experience he needs to live a fulfilling life. A common complaint I hear in the therapy room is some version of, I wish I'd tried working in the art world, becoming a chef, writing for television, starting a company when I was younger, but was too scared slash talked out of it. I don't hear a lot of, I regret that I tried, but I do hear, I regret that I didn't. Some might express disappointment that their attempts didn't pan out, but it's a different flavor of disappointment from that of not knowing what might have happened had they given their dream a shot. The never knowing, the wondering, is harder to shake. So back to that mirror. The face looking back at you sees how few people succeed at something hard. The face looking back at him sees how many people succeed despite it being hard. You're guided by restraint. He's guided by possibility. And that's okay, because those are both equally valid positions. uh uh, i might try and edit some of this let's see um your job here then is to take care of yourself with that difference in mind for instance you don't want your grown son living in your house tell him that this won't be an option so that he can't make plans to so that he can make plans to support himself if you're worried about his abilities to function working late nights and with a lot with a lack of structure remind yourself that he'll find out soon enough how well that works for him because the best learned lessons are the ones we gain through direct experience As for your concern that he'll have spent years not making it in the real world, you might consider that trying to be a stand-up comedian will offer him a crash course in resilience, delayed gratification, perseverance, and hard work, the very skills that people need to make it in the so-called real world. I say the so-called real world because your world isn't more real than his. In this world you both live in, there are people just like your son who have talent and drive, and eventually find success doing the thing they love the most. Even if your son doesn't become the next Chris Rocker Jerry Seinfeld, he can leverage his charisma and confidence on stage and his ability to write well, and make people laugh into a range of professions that seek those skills—public speaker, trial litigator, advertising copywriter, professor, sitcom writer, or entrepreneur, to name just a few. At the very least, he'll ace his job interviews. It's natural for parents to feel that our job is to impart wisdom to our children. In part, it is. But sometimes we forget that our children have wisdom to bestow on us, too. Throughout their lives, in hundreds of ways, our children are teaching us about control, how illusory it is, how futile our attempts to maintain it are, and how liberating letting go can be for everyone involved. The good news is you don't have to choose your son's path for him, because the reality is you don't get to. Instead of trying to steer him in the direction of your comfort zone, let him find his own. Lucky for him, parents provide plenty of fodder for comedy. As you watch him blossom, I hope you remember to laugh.
0: Yeah, I think that was a better answer than we gave.
2: The very rare, I'm going to say, we did not hit the nail on the head. Well, we didn't really directly answer that much. Yeah, that's true. We didn't even hit on the point that like he gets headaches because he doesn't have a stable uh, uh, schedule or whatever. <laughs>
0: that is very funny that her child is at this age just like, I don't know. That's That feels like a very old man symptom. Yeah,
2: right. All right, are you ready for your call?
0: I am, but also... I've made a mistake, Adrian. I'm recording on my webcam. Um, but I have made this mistake before, and your comment was I couldn't even tell. It was on a Phil episode. So oh, all right. I don't think it'll be too bad, but I'm still going to switch over if you want to like do this in two recording.
2: What did I say about your channels?
0: All right, Adrian. So I interpreted Biggest Loser to be more about our weight loss definition. So I have an advice column, good old Caroline Hacks, and... As we know, she writes uh, for Dear Caroline on the Washington Post. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah, I know. What a coincidence. Or did you mean ironic? I meant a dink. And this one goes, Dear Caroline. Our daughter, 30, is good at her consulting work, intelligent and happy in a relationship. She suffered an accident that affected her state of mind many months ago, but fully recovered. We've noticed, however, on the past few visits, that she has gained a lot of weight. She snacks a lot and also drinks rather heavily, though her body tolerates the alcohol. We're concerned, because these things can affect her health. Her budget, buying larger clothes, her budget, in parentheses, buying larger clothes, her relationship, her looks and self-esteem, etc. We're fairly sure she would prefer not to be this size, but she doesn't address it. Quite the opposite. We aren't sure whether she realizes how much larger she has become. She is very sensitive, sometimes perceiving innocuous general comments as criticism. Is there a creative way to encourage her to address her weight for her own well-being without upsetting her,
2: or should we just keep our mouths shut? What do they mean by her body tolerates the alcohol? She's a big gal now, Adrian! Oh, okay, so she's not like getting blackout after like one Bud Light and then still going.
0: Yeah. Either that or they're like conservative Christians and she's having like a two mike's hard lemonades and they're like, she hasn't died yet. She's some sort of alcoholic. Her body can take so much of this.
2: <laughs> and then the only thing I thought was funny is that the main thing affecting her budget is that she has to buy larger clothes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's part of the reason I picked this article. I did love how telling that was about like the list-making ability, where they were like, "Well, we need more compelling points." Okay, what if we said that she probably has to buy larger clothes, which is her. I mean, her there's budget.
2: way more obvious points about how that would affect your budget, about healthcare costs or like food. But it's like, no, no, no. You know, when you try and buy a shirt and you see that if you go to the double XL option, it's an extra dollar fifty.
0: It's really affecting her budget. All these extra trips to the grocery store to get all that food for her to nibble on are killing her on gas. That's true. In this economy. Also, so wait, she has a boyfriend, though? No, she doesn't have a boyfriend. They're saying it could affect her possible relationships. Oh, because it just says relationship in singular. Oh, yeah, you're right. Her relationship she, I guess she God? does probably have a...
2: <laughs> oh, and happy in a relationship.
0: Oh, and she's happy in a relationship, and they feel like you're right. So, wow, I can't believe I missed that as a person reading it. Yeah, good. Critical so not only skills. is she in a happy relationship with somebody who would be way more appropriately
2: like no, 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 no. it doesn't a- say that she's in a happy relationship. It says that she's happy in a relationship.
0: Oh, that's true. Maybe she doesn't like being. He's, in he's
2: actually really toxic. He's
0: really toxic, but she loves drama.
2: He's one of those small Asian dudes where his kink is making his woman really, really big. <laughs> what is that called? Ew. Ew? Feeding, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they're called? Feeders? Feeders, yeah. Feeders.
0: I don't think that's it, man. I think if you're it's probably the He's type getting of thing her drunk where... so that
2: he can non consensually give her more food.
0: <laughs> I think oh, you're thinking it's like Hal from uh Malcolm in the Middle. I don't watch that show. Oh, uh, that's an episode of Malcolm in the middle. He keeps what? injecting like her lettuce and or her, like celery sticks with fat because he wants her to have a big ass. Wait, what? Because Brian Cranston's character wants the mom to have a fat ass. Wait, yeah.
2: that's cool as hell. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an, an awesome episode, episode. dude. Brian is the fucking man, dude.
0: It is very funny, like the montage of him sabotaging her food and her weight loss.
2: Is that again another <laughs> remnant of like the 90s where that was considered a bad thing? If it was just Brian Cranston, who was like, him and all yeah. the black dudes <laughs> in the show were like, I want my old lady to have a fat old ass. Life is unfair. I mean, your daughter's 30. What are you gonna do? Send her to fat camp?
0: I, I like this is one of those columns where it obviously tells you more about the question writer especially uh towards the end when they're like she really like she's very sensitive like pretty innocuous general comments are perceived as criticisms that it's like i bet you this person is so horrible at whatever subtle attempts they're trying they're definitely like the type of mom who's saying the meanest shit and when she's like what is wrong with you who says that they're like what are you talking about i'm just making a comment
3: here you're getting all
0: defensive That I said your eyes are a little far apart, and your teeth are a little too big for your mouth, and your head's too small for your body? Come on, you take everything the wrong way. Come on.
2: She suffered an accident that affected her state of mind, but fully recovered. Hmm. What do you think that's about? She ran into one
0: of those uh, fake holes that the Roadrunner puts up for Coyote, and she just was too humiliated
2: afterwards really affected mm. her state of mind yeah i don't understand what that means
0: no i think it's the type of thing like you get into an accident that like but it doesn't sound like it's physical makes, therapy though right sure but if it, yes, it makes you immobile for a short time and that ruins like your workout habit and maybe mm. maybe like leaves you with a scar or something you think's unattractive i don't know i could see like an accident having like emotional repercussions that aren't necessarily I mean, if it's
2: about her state of mind then my prescription is to listen to state of mind by dizzy Wright. that's why i put Ooh. down the soda wait that's why i picked up the yoga put down the soda my healthy mind <laughs> that's what's gonna take me over life of a stoner if you still concerned, i only lose i only win to learn it's all about your state of mind Dizzy's a really a modern day philosopher man that's i'll deep. tell you right he picked up the yoga put down that soda
0: Wait, but what if it was like a zero calorie soda? What's wrong with that?
2: Is nah. he really worried about his like teeth? He, he doesn't even fuck with that, no. Nah. His oral hygiene? Okay. Uh what else do we have to parse out of this question? Maybe get her into cigarettes too. Great weight loss tip, tip right?
0: Ooh. Or meth. Methamphetamine.
2: Mmm, yeah. Then or is a
0: legal mess. Adderall. The base of the question was is there a creative way to urge her like they want to roundabout way to encourage her to lose weight without saying it because she's too sensitive to hear them call her a little fatty pig girl mm. and so they need to find a roundabout way to uh encourage her to lose weight
2: take her to the front uh row of a Jeff Ross show <laughs> and don't let her know that she's going to see the Ross Master General
0: okay okay I like that. Or take her to the front row And then when he goes up
2: there and he's like, hey, you're drinking a lot. You're an alcoholic. That's what I'm (laughs) going to point out about you. And they're going to be like, no, do the other thing. The other thing that's noticeable about her. (laughs) And he's like, I can tell you're pretty good at your consulting job. And they're like, no, the other thing about her. Take her on a beautiful getaway to India with her boyfriend where you guys ride elephants. And there's a weight limit. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you all get to be on the same elephant while she has to have her own elephant. Yeah, yeah. Find as many activities with weight limits as possible. I mean, it's not even really clear whether or not she's actually, like, gaining that obscene amount of weight. I don't know why,
0: but it's 100% in the way it's written. You can tell that the parents are out of their mind. Yeah. But, you know, I always like to answer the question, not just moralize to the question asker. Mm-hmm. And they want advice on how to make their daughter skinny.
2: But pills in her drink
0: yeah secret pills drug her
2: i took that from bojack horseman
0: take her on a really long drive to the countryside and then be and like oh shooting? i know a great pl- <laughs> wait adrian okay i know a great place for pictures and then you step out of the car to take her picture and you're like give me your phone so i can take a picture of you and so she hands over her phone and then you jump back in the car real quick with your husband and drive away and she has to walk home
2: oh okay That's better than my idea where I thought you were going to shoot her for some reason. Should you do what every Latin relative does and you should take her to see her relatives because like every Latin relative, her relatives will comment on her weight when they first see her.
0: Oh, yeah. You can just invite, like, your cattiest friend over, kind of like my mom did that one time. These ladies who I don't remember at all all told me I'd gained weight. And I was like, I don't even remember you. I don't like that you know me well enough to know I've gained weight.
2: What does this mean, lady? We have to stop fucking? What are you t- why are you commenting on- why are we commenting on each other's bodies? Yeah, why are my mom's friends telling me what I've gained weight? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. That's funny. But, like, from what age to what age? Like, seven to I don't 15? know!
0: I couldn't remember the last time I'd seen them!
2: That's funny. They definitely
0: didn't use the word for got bigger, which is famously Akbar, as in Allah Akbar. They use the mm. word for literally that you only use for gaining weight.
2: Mm. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was the A thing boarded. where every time These I... Would, Arab women,
0: man, they're out to get me.
2: Every, every time I would see my cousins in Maryland, they would comment on weight that I gained and then how much hair my hair had grown. Uh with usually the two things they would always talk about. They'd call me Kolocho because my hair was very curly. So that's a good guarantee if you want to make sure someone's commenting on her. Tell her that you don't want to pay double for uh the family grave site that you've bought her. Shh <sighs> oh, Paul. Um did I tell that story on pod about the doctor? No. I thought I did. When I went to go see uh my doctor for a skin rash and uh she was out that day, so last minute they switched me to another doctor. It was a very small lady who looked like uh, Edna Mode. Uh, and she went through my entire history with me. Um, and one of the things she did was she like took my picture from the screen, like pointed it towards me so I could see it, and she was like, is this you? And I was like, yeah, that's my picture from six years ago when I started grad school. I've gained some weight since then. And she was like, alright, just surprising. Just You guys look way different. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she was also the same one who, uh, fuck, what else did she say to me? Oh, I was missing, like, one or two vaccines on my sheet, which I do have, but my mom never found the uh, medic- uh, the documentation. Um, so she thought I was anti-vax, um, but she, like, made me get other vaccinations or whatever. Um, and she was like, there's also this one that you can get for, like, HPV or some other kind of, like, sexually transmitted infection. Um And she was like, but also, but you know, if you've had like a lot of partners or whatever, it might be kind of useless at this point. How many people have you slept with? And I told her and she was like, oh, that's not that many. You should probably still get it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and then what was the oh, yeah. And because she thought I was anti-vax, she signed me up to get some vaccines that day just so we could get them on my form. And, and then so she
0: was doing the genital exam and she went to put her hand up there and she giggled a little. <laughs> she was like, pull down your pants. <laughs>
2: Uh no, she uh left the room and was like, "Okay, you need to schedule your next appointment, a nurse is going to come in and do your shots." So I go out to the front to schedule my next appointment because I didn't realize I was getting the shots right then right there. And she literally burst through the door to be like, "Where is he? Where is he? Where's he? Why is he running away?" And I was like, "I'm in the front scheduling my next appointment." She was like, "Oh, I thought you were running away because of the vaccine. You should come back in and get that first." And I was like, "Lady, I'm not anti-vaxxed."
0: I love this lady. Her perception of you was that you were a fat anti-vaxx <laughs> sexless. <legend. laughs>
2: she also had comments to make about my diabetes care too. Oh my god, she was the worst. And apparently, it's not uncommon. I had someone else who like they like someone mentioned at a party. They're like, "Yeah, I went to the student health center today, and I met." a really weird doctor. I really want to switch to my primary care physician. I was like, was it Dr. Kono? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, let's hear what she had to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not gonna see her again. <laughs> she came bursting through the door. Get him. <laughs> Literally. Like I've never like the secretary was like, I've never seen anyone do that before. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> she had a cowboy hat on, like a lasso. She was ready to like ring me up. <laughs> All right, you want to get into this answer? Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Let's see what Caroline has to say about this. Leave the weight alone.
0: For Frappe's sake, she has doctors, waistbands, and eyes. Is that like a cute like, thing to say in place of the F word, Frappe? I don't really know. For Frappe? Or is that a joke about her drinking too many Frappes because she's fat That's what now? makes you fat, yeah. If the direct way sounds awful, then the creative way will just be awful with beads and feathers. She has already alerted you to back off too. That's why you were able to report how sensitive she is and how uninterested she is in discussing her body with you. Between your lines are also signs that she is not fully recovered. Indications of trauma, maybe in her self-soothing behaviors, you name it, so I think you know it. So how about shifting your concern from how fat she got to the possibility of unresolved emotional injuries to what she might need and want from her parents? Compassion, maybe? Patience? Priorities? Love? Please call the National Alliance Helpline on Mental Illness. Describe your daughter's, by the way, Adrian, if you need it, 800-950-6264. Describe your can daughter's Can you sing accident. it like Logic? No, because I never listened to that song.
2: I, I, don't actually, I don't think he actually sings it in that song. I've been on the low. I've been taking my time. Eight zero zero
0: nine five zero six two six four.
2: Who can relate? Woo.
0: Describe your daughter's accident and her behavior since, and ask about trauma, because what people often need from us is not what meets the eye. And let me tell you, no matter where I look in this room, she meets the eye. You
2: know? Yeah, come on now.
0: Okay, that was the end also
2: of the Caroline's <laughs> advice. All right. I think that's pretty good. Agree
0: with that advice. Except for the part about... I still don't... I, I got the sense that these parents were weird people from the question, so I don't think they should interject about her mental health either. I think they need to just be nice... fun just be people nice. for her to be around, you know? Yeah. I don't think they need to... I'm getting the sense that they're not really good with these delicate, sensitive life sort of issues. And maybe it's just best if they're not the people to... To yeah. interject on them in her life.
2: They could have used uh, the boyfriend or partner as a much more of a uh, segue into sowing um, discontent.
0: Like, the dad talks to the boyfriend. like, you know, I always thought, like, a little bit more cushion for the push, in it's nice, but, like, up to a point, right? Like, it's getting unreasonable.
2: Like, oh, man, I wouldn't even fuck my daughter now. Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't even fuck Ivanka right now with how much weight she's gained. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. All right. You ready for our third segment, Adrian? Yeah, let's get that
2: third seggy on the reggae.
0: We're talking Tang. We've talked about people who are losers, and we've talked about bi- the biggest losers in a weight loss context. Now it's time to talk about things that society needs to lose. What are we losing in 2023, Adrian? It's a new year. What are we losing? All so right. Me and Adrian have both brought in a list of five separate things that we had in 2022 as a trended in
2: 2022
0: that we're losing for 2023.
2: All right. My number one thing. It is the number one most Google search thing from last year. Paul, do you know what it is? Wordle and oh. Wordle and its derivatives uh, are on their way out for 2023.
0: I also saw that in the Google trends thing because that's how I found uh, one of mine. But I did it But I was like, you know what? It doesn't affect me. I just don't play it. If I felt the need to play it, I would put it in the lose it in twenty twenty. What do you mean, section.
2: Paul? It does affect you. I literally called you two days in a row to have your help in the Wordle.
0: <laughs> that is true, but that's not so bad. But you're you're tired of it. You wish it would go away, so you wouldn't be tied down to the. I don't like that it's now completely.
2: integrated into the New York Times app. So when I go to do the mini, I also have the option to do the Wordle.
0: Because uh, frankly,
2: it just feels like an imposition at this point.
0: Feels like that type of thing where you turn around and it's just there. Now you have to. Yeah. And then also
2: sometimes it really takes too much time because even though I don't really send my scores to anybody and I could do the thing where I like kind of brute force my way to get it by the end, I have to do the thing where I'm like, oh, well, I have three letters and they're yellow and I know that this letter isn't in it, but it would be easier for me to just try like, you know, you want to use the most optimal path, uh, even if no one's going to look at how you got to the answer. Yeah, I get that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's get rid of it. wordle get and out of the New again, York Times app.
2: I certainly want to emphasize the derivatives as well. I don't know if who's Ooh. still playing Quirtle and worldle and Gordle and Glodrill and sexle Squirtle.
0: Okay. My first one is one that I thought you were talking about because I also found it by searching uh, Google Trends the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial.
2: I mean, that literally is left in
0: 2022. <laughs> And as a news story, mm. uh, not something I could get into while it was happening. Uh, did not find it compelling celebrity stuff. I always kind of hated Johnny Depp. I don't.
2: Really? I like... hated Johnny Depp?
0: Yeah, I didn't like his like, too ooh, many rings? I'm the artsy. I I didn't like his insistence that mm. he was artsy. I'm not like other celebrity celebrity, you know? Ooh, yeah. He really thought he was like a profound Is cel- that why you didn't like celebrity. him? Because
2: really? all the alt cuties liked him and not you.
0: Man, come on. Don't bring it up
2: mm-hmm
0: and then i just couldn't get into the narrative of the trial i couldn't get into the like weird political analogs that people were giving i just all of it it was just like i wish we just i wish we could skip this one as a cultural thing i wish we just didn't have to do it man and now it's out of here so goodbye we're losing you in 2022 amber heard johnny depp trial I don't know if I have
2: anything to add to that. Yeah, that's a good one to leave behind. I don't think anyone was trying to bring it into 2023, but but um did a good job stopping it.
0: I mean, there's certainly going to be a documentary at some point.
2: Mm, the trial heard around the world.
0: Yeah, a mini series that's a recreation of the trial,
2: mm, an in-depth look at the trial heard around the world. All right, I don't know if you're familiar with this. Uh and I'm very not on this part of the internet, but I did hear about it. Recently. Leaving into 2022, butter boards.
0: Ooh, no, I have not heard about this. You
2: haven't heard about this? You seen this? You heard about this? No. It was a big TikTok trend where people were sharing recipes for how to get a wooden cutting board. And instead of doing a charcuterie, just doing like butter smathered on it with like different toppings and herbs and salts and stuff uh, that everyone Ew. could then like dip like crackers or things into. Uh, I think a lot of people had the same kind of reaction that you did. I think some people kind of point to the fact that it's just like a shared plate of salsa for chips or whatever, but um, I don't like it. And I I think we should just go back to regular charcuterie.
0: I think it's because the butter clings to wood in a type of way that makes you think that it's absorbing things that weren't quite cleaned off perfectly.
2: Oh, that's where the flavor comes from, huh?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't like that at all. Let's leave it behind, man. Let's you haven't leave seen any it. of that,
2: though? Like, with the garlic, or, like, they'll do, like, the, like, microgreens, and then everyone gets, like, a little crostini, and you get, like, butter off the no. board.
0: I've been into making my own compound butters recently,
2: but I, I didn't did know notice people that, were yeah. smothering it on boards. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, aesthetically, I don't think it looks good, and then also I just think that other other charcuterie preparations are better. Uh, and that, that comes from a man who, um, famously... Uh, 45 to 50% of my dinners throughout the week are charcuterie dinners, where I, where I just like throw together crackers and cheese and nuts and stuff. So, and deli meat slices. Uh, and I think that's the right way to do it. Certainly,
0: if you're having guests over. All right, Adrian, next up in 2022, in 2023, I think we should lose the app. Be real. Get it out of here. Never downloaded it. And honestly, I don't want to feel like I'm missing out on another social media experience, but there's no chance I am going to download it. Is this so real? else. R-E-E-L?
2: Yeah. What was
0: this? This was the uh, social media app where it would like ping you once a day to be like, take a photo within three minutes. And you have to take a photo at that moment. And then it's like it shares Once you've taken your photo, you can see all your friends. Wait, really?
2: That seems really annoying.
0: Yeah, the idea is, like, you have to be real, man. Spontaneous? Oh. Yeah,
2: you can't, like, pick your best photo. You have to take it live. Dude, the number of times I would just be on the toilet during that photo. I think (laughs) that would be my bit that I would do with my friends. It's like, no matter what time of day, no matter...
0: I don't think it's a bit you can do. It pops up randomly. But if you You have, like, three minutes,
2: I have three minutes to go find a toilet and pretend I'm taking a (laughs) shit.
0: Get me off this airplane.
2: I need a toilet. (laughs) They have toilets on airplanes. <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm surprised I've never heard of that. Are we just like completely absent from culture?
0: I, I've heard about it from a lot of people,
2: man. You don't know anybody with a B-reel? I literally don't know anybody with a B-reel. Your friends are doing this? My friends are on B-reel. Yeah, I forgot your friends are more annoying than mine. This seems like an annoying thing to participate in. <laughs> Wait, uh, did you do this?
0: No. But I know I'm not going to, so I want everybody else to stop.
2: Damn. Okay, okay. Real quick, if we're leaving that, you have to replace it with something. As all alchemy laws state, uh, you know, give one, get one. Uh what are you replacing it with? What's your new uh social media craze app? It's Be
0: Feel, man. It's an app where you have to show your feelings once a day. Mmm. Because that's what we don't have enough of. It's instead of what's outside on our camera. It's about what's in here, Damn. what we feel in our hearts.
2: Uh, mine's called Twenty Twenty Three. Mine's called Long Johns. Um, it's exclusive long form content. Uh, as soon as you hit record, it goes for an entire hour and it will not stop uh, until the entire hour is up, <laughs> and that that's what gets put up on your feed.
0: Oh, it's like live streaming. You have no and choice.
2: And at the end of the day, it stitches together you and everyone in your friend contacts list uh, their, their hour and makes it into a movie that you get to watch at the end of the day.
0: All right, Adrian, do you want to hear one of the ones that I put on my list? Oh, this one decide, of the ones? Decided not to keep it because they don't actually upset me. What? Well, the problem was I thought they were something completely different. At first, I was going to say ghost kitchens. Oh, I almost had that in mind. I almost had it in my list, and then I realized that it's not just restaurants that are run by Mario's mean friend. (laughs) Ghost kitchens are actually just restaurants that only deliver. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm okay with that, actually. I was just scared. I mean, I was like, that's spooky. I
2: don't want Boo to run a restaurant. King Boo. Are ghost kitchens different than when, like, brands... Uh, rename themselves and sell their same food, but only on delivery apps through a different name? Or is that considered a different phenomenon?
0: I think they're at least pretty correlated.
2: Right? And that is annoying, though, right? Isn't that kind of annoying to find out that your wings are coming from Wingstop, but from a different name that's called, like, Henry's Bar and Delivery?
0: Oh, yeah, so that you don't think, oh, it's just, like, a cheap fast food wing place, but you're getting Mm -hmm. regular, like, wings made by... Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, I that say is I say leave it in 2022. All right, we've done food. Uh we did what was my first one? Oh, technology. Next one, fashion. Chunky loafers. You know, I looked up a lot of 2022 fashion trends and so many of them I could not identify. I was like, I don't know anyone who wears these things or um I'm bringing in elevated sweats. Oh,
0: what is this? Is Just this something fancier looking
2: see? fancier looking sweat clothing sweat shop not sweatshop uh sweatwear clothing
0: oh okay i just googled it i didn't really like i guess i see what you're talking about yeah like they're just more form fitted and like monochrome
2: yeah well i think they don't all sweat clothes are kind of monochrome
0: they don't have like a racing an adidas racing
2: strip going up and down the side no but i think when you think of sweats the main thing you think of is like a monochrome gray sweat
0: Okay, you know, I'm not that angry at this. This just seems like uh, fast fashion, which I guess I am angry at. There so you maybe go. I am angry See? at this.
2: That's what I'm saying. Athleisure.
0: Okay, so next up, Adrian, I have something that was already starting to die in 2022. This podcast? And that we're going to lose, hopefully, in 2023. QR
2: code menus. Oh, I almost brought that in, too. You are mad at those. I'm not mad at those.
0: Great minds think alike. I don't like them, man. I just, like, pulling out my phone to have to, like... I, I, a lot of times the problem is I let my phone get very close to dying. And mm. it adds just a little bit of extra stress to know that I'm having to use my I think phone to order. My
2: issue with it is that it just feels inaccessible to older people and I feel bad for them. But for me and my friend group, like, it's always pretty easy. The only other thing I don't like about it is, um... When you ask for a menu and they're like, oh, yeah, there's a QR code over here. Like, maybe make it more obvious that, like, that's what I'm supposed to do then. But really, that's my only gripes with it. I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Either that um, or if they're not up to date, which usually I feel like a digital menu is the best way to make sure it's up to date. So
0: I don't like it, man. I just want to hold something. I'm a tactile learner. I can't learn a menu (laughs) if I'm not holding
2: it. We did fashion. We did food. We did technology. Now we're doing lifestyle. Hey, 2022, uh, you can keep this. Cottage
0: I thought that might be a little earlier, but okay. I mean, I guess it, it spilled into 2022. Yes, it did. And why do you dislike cottage core?
2: Neocolonialist, uh <laughs> White Settler. Um no, nah, I just don't think it's a very good aesthetic.
0: Okay. It it feels cozy. I don't have a problem with it as just like a purely aesthetic thing of like, you It know, feels
2: cozy. All your heat's coming from wood burning.
0: I think you think cottage core is like, I think you're thinking more of the weird right wingers and a lot less the like TikTok or like hipster girls who do it.
2: I don't know. I think they're looking for the same end goal.
0: I don't think so, man. I no think you've black really, people uh... around them. All right, let's move on to my next one. <laughs> A similar one that's been multi-year, but I think we need to lose it in 2023. Culture's obsession with Pete Davidson.
2: Get it oh. out of here. I feel like we had a conversation earlier where he you said you're not that mad at Pete Davidson.
0: I'm not mad at Pete Davidson. I'm mad at Culture's obsession with Pete Davidson. I'm sure he would agree with me. He probably doesn't want tabloids covering every move he makes. That's probably true. He doesn't want to be followed by TMZ paparazzi. He doesn't want every tiny relationship he has to become a national news story. That makes sense. And it's not fun. It's always like, look, this guy who's tall and lanky is dating a hot girl. At this point, women find him hot. We understand
2: that. Do we need to cover it like it's surprising every time? I think it's kind of cool to find out just how many women find him hot. (laughs) You think like, that's Kim like a like quantified
0: it. thing? It's no longer like a quality, it's quantity.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be that guy. Has he dated any pe- women of color yet? Kim Famously? Kardashian's Armenian. Okay. And then Ariani Grandi is switching around. <laughs> I would love to see. Uh, um, no, I think I'm ready for that. And I think for the most part, it has kind of ta- tailed off.
0: I just saw recently, I think it just, like, this one hit me because I saw recently people were, like, talking about a new girlfriend, and
2: I was like, okay, really? Well, I think he just handed off his old ex to uh, Eric Andre. That's what we were talking about. Um, Oh, yeah,
0: you did tell me about that.
2: And so, can I ask you if, like, so, with no ill will towards Pete Davidson, is your hope that he just finds stable, long-lasting love this year?
0: Honestly, that would be the most beautiful way for us to lose Pete Davidson mania is for him- to just settle down. Him and... In a happy, loving marriage. Him and who? John Mulaney. I think that'd be a real cool twist.
2: Ooh, yeah.
0: Then nobody could be angry at either of them.
2: Damn. Okay. I'm down for that. Alright, was that your five?
0: Uh, no, I have one more left.
2: Okay, I've got one left and a bonus one. Now we're answering into the world of trendy drinks. Paul, I'm bringing in and hopefully leaving out, the Negroni Spagliato. Mmm. Do you know the origin of this?
0: I know it's TikTok famous, but I only found out recently, because I was at a friend's place, and they had a cocktail menu for their New Year's Eve party. And I said, oh, a Negroni Spagliato. That's so funny that that's come up twice in a week now, because Adrian asked me to make him one the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of it before. And now it's on your menu. Like, is this a new thing? And he's like, yeah, it's TikTok famous. You didn't know that? I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, everybody's talking about the Spagliato right now. I was like, I didn't. Ugh. And then I ran away because I was so embarrassed.
2: I mean, apparently it's kind of the uh, old country, new road of uh, cocktails. Um, it's actually originated from a House of Dragons writer, producer, someone, actor talking about their favorite cocktail. Um, But yeah, that's where it then became TikTok famous, I think. Um, But yeah, I'm ready to leave that in 2022 so that I can be the only person ordering Negronis at a uh, bar again.
0: Yeah, get out of here, Spagliato.
2: Although the whole point of the Spagliato is that you replace the gin with sparkling wine. And I think if you added the gin and the sparkling wine, that'd be more up Adrian's alley. You know what I mean?
0: All right, Adrian, next up. What we're losing in 2022 is the incarceration Of Young Thug.
3: Ooh. Free
0: Young Thug, man. Whatever this bullshit is about a RICO case. A RICO case on saying that a music label is a gang is insane behavior. Free Young Thug. Just because he's the head of a music label doesn't mean he's the head of a
2: gang. Get out of here. Damn. Hey, I'll cheers to that. Um... I don't know if I have much else to say about that. Uh, I brought in crypto as a special sixth one, but (laughs) I don't have much to say about that.
0: Yeah, get rid of crypto too.
2: Yeah. Anything else? Do you have any other joking ones? No. Okay, cool. I think those are all really good things to leave into 2022.
0: And I think my big fact for this episode is once again, free young thug. It cannot be reiterated enough
2: nice and uh my no cap is i'm one of those weird dudes who's really mad about uh the trade that we did for britney griner so my no cap is re-incarcerate <laughs> britney griner <laughs> <coughs> you know what i mean folks
0: free young thug and re-incarcerate
2: <laughs> yeah you should that's the swap we should do <laughs>
0: all
1: right <laughs> bye buddy all right bye bro hey i got you, boo. Together forever, man. Any problem that you got, bitch, I got it too. Together forever, man. Any problem that you got, bitch, I got it too. I was cocking back, I read a all that chrome. I was out the country, you know what time on my own. I was trying to get the devil out of my drawers. I was thanking God, I was thinking all I'm on. I spent my money on security. Safe, dog. I spend my money on security, then i make ready. gotta be safe, dog. Gotta make it home. Hey. How about a bend into the coupe? i think get my promises, which you do nothing, ain't nothing I could do. My trust is for that man, i ran with that woolly, I pull my own juice. Jessica, nigga, look up and try to run up me, I'ma fuck with the coops. Ellie <laughs> LA and Tag, gon' flat me, man, fuck it, I'm staying on you. I hope you lay down and remember that I what you done it for you Ooh. They told me that I was gonna end up that MC Hammer Everything I get, I try to invest it in you You two and you too mm. In the daytime, a nigga have a nightmare I wonder if he has in every one of my prayers Hate to say it, but I go by and then one of my pills Ain't gon' never cheer this shit, yeah, i am bust it down, yeah Every single motherfucker around me, going gon' bust, bust down, bust down Ain't gon' get it no second chance, you cross me, I don't give a fuck, by yeah I'ma give a fuck on you, yeah, I'ma hit the clutch by you I'ma throw it up by you, yeah, you better have luck by By you Nobody ever be the triple cross. I got snake in my veins Snake in my drawers I got snake on my entire Snake inside my wounds I put snakes around your eyes And when you gon' move I was cocking back I read a fire that crawl. Hey. I was out the country know what time on my own I was trying to get the devil Out of my trance I was thanking God I was thanking all I'm on my on I spend more money on security than I make, just to be safe, just to be safe, I spend more money mm, well. on security than I make, just to be safe, no, just to and I just want to make it better, my kiddos, well. and I just want to sit back and call these diggers. Well. no plan don't let nobody take their place, well. I pay more money to security than I make, it's crazy, but it's safe. I get to and around in peace every day. I know my nigga.